Happy weekend, everyone, and thanks for tuning in for this week's preview. We see some of the best horses in the country returning this week in Melbourne and Sydney. Huge days racing and plenty to get through. Melbourne has been mainly dry in the lead up to Saturday, which should see us running on a good four there at Flemington. Adelaide has been much the same, uh, but Sydney looks like they're going to experience some rain with 10 to 20 mils predicted Saturday. Um, looks like they'll be running on a soft track there. We'll start with a quick look at a couple races in Adelaide and racing there happening at the Morfittville Parks track, the inside track. Race three is a race for two-year-olds that I'm keen to keep a close eye on. A very sizable field with a lot of horses, uh, first start in their career in this one. The reason I'm looking at this two-year-old race is uh, uh, there's a prominent showing for some, from some very, very strong stables. <clears throat> We've got a couple horses from the Mar and Eustace stable, a couple from Gordon Richards, and a couple from Liam McDonald and Andrew Lewis's yard as well. Very intriguing two-year-old race. Always hard to tell, but on top I'll go with the Colt from the Mar Eustace stable, number three, Hokuri Golf. Ran a fifth at the Valley three weeks ago in a field of 12. Was very, very solid there. Uh, of course, with the Valley on the sharp turn, probably suits nicely for the Morfittville Parks track. I think he finds a lot easier race here, and Barrier 6 is a good draw for him. I reckon he'll be right in it for a long way. His second pick for, for me is number five, Manhattan Times. A gelding from Liam McDonald's stable uh, with his first career run. Trialed okay, but looks a very strong two-year-old. Um, and the booking of Jason Holder is a good sign that he's the better horse from the stable there. So I expect Manhattan Times to run very well. My third pick for that this one is one of the fillies in number 10, Hanabi. <clears throat> ran a very good trial. Uh, time for a filly. She's from the Stokes stable and into a $3.40 favourite at the moment against the boys here, so someone must know something there. She's out of Pride of Dubai, so well bred. Keep an eye on Hanabi. On to race six at Morfittville. This one is a 1300 metre open race with a few very handy horses. Headlined uh, by a horse eyeing off a start in the All-Star Mile at the Valley next month. And he's our horse that goes on top, number one, Regalo Di Gaetano. He's four to one currently, which is surprising. If he's going to be a, a show in the All-Star Mile, I think that's massive overs. And in reality, should win this comfortably if he's going to be a chance against, say, Arcadia Queen, Probabil, Russian Camelot, and those types over 1,600. So... On form, he's three wins from four starts at this distance range. Seven of his career wins have come on a good track as well. Getting a three kilo jockey claim out of barrier one. His first up run uh, was four and a half lengths behind Behemoth a fortnight ago, over 1,100, but that's not his distance. I think he's way over the odds here at four to one um, uh, tomorrow, and I expect that to be smashed in just before the jump. As I said earlier, he's a winning chance. If he's if he's going to be a winning chance in the All Star Mile, he just has to be winning this tomorrow. So, Regalo Di Gaetano on top. In second, I'm looking at number eight, Hank Star. He's a horse in form in the field. He's won his last two starts over fourteen and fifteen hundred. 
It's going to have to improve to win uh, this uh, back in distance here, but gets in with just 51 kilos on the back, so massive plus there, having a 9 kilo advantage over uh, the top pick in Regalo Di, Di Gaetano. So it's a big difference, and out of barrier three, if he finds a spot, Hank Star could be flying home late, Adam. They're the two on top, clearly. If I had to throw another in, it'd be Sky Punch, who won the listed Leon McDonald stakes in the spring. But I think I want to be just with the other two on Saturday. We'll move to Sydney now and look at a couple races there. Again, racing probably on a soft five or even a soft six track if they do get enough rain. Race four is the first we'll look at. A group three race for the mares, uh, four-year-olds and up. 1,200-metre race. I think I've got number six, Talia, in um, clearly on top, and rightly so. She's a freak. Seven starts for five wins and two seconds. To be honest, I'm not sure why Talia hasn't been aimed at bigger races yet, but might from here on out. She'll snatch this Group 3 win, and if she does it easily like she has been doing so far, I think look out for her to be entered in some big feature races very soon. The horse I have second and a marginal chance is number two, Ice Bath. Best thing about this horse is she gives her all every time. She's one on good, soft, heavy conditions, so don't worry um, about that. She'll dig in. Uh, goes very well fresh and ran a very credible second in the Golden Eagle um, last start in the spring before a spell. So she brings that sort of form. She's a knockout chance at eight to one, Ice Bath. Race six is another Group 3 race in Sydney, a 1,200-metre event as well. This one open uh, uh, open gender and for three-year-olds and up. The top pick for me is the third horse in the betting, number four, Roe Heron. His record is exceptional, particularly at this track and distance. Six starts for three wins at Ramwick over 1,200. He's five wins from nine tries at the 1,200 in uh, total. Wins in any conditions, another horse like that, so I think he's uh, career form over the journey stacks up the best uh, out of these and barrier three is perfect for Rohirin. He'll be able to set up where he likes from there. Second, I'll have to go with a short price favourite, number seven masked Crusader. A lighter raced horse than Rohirin, only seven starts for him in his career, boasting three wins from those starts. He's two from two over the 1,200 metres and has won first up in the past. So got him in there as second pick because two to one is not enough value for me. I think I want to see Mask Crusader have a run before plunging into him at those odds. A few others in the race with a winning chance. Uh, quite an open race, that one. But to be honest, Roheron um, in first and Mask Crusader in second. We'll move to race seven uh, there, the feature race, uh, the group two, 1,400 metres with some big names entered here. On top, I've got to have the Caulfield Cup and Turnbull Stakes winner, number six, very elegant. She's a winning mare. She knows where the finish line is and is rarely far away. She won first up uh, 1,400 metres on a soft track in the group one Wink Stakes six months ago in the spring. She finds the exact same conditions um, here tomorrow, 1,400 on a soft, and I think she'll do it again. The biggest plus for her is the soft track. She's seven wins from 11 starts on um, the softer going. She wins over any distance, an incredible horse, and arguably the best in Australia. She goes on top. A horse that can win group ones over 1,400, then, say, the Caulfield Cup, you know, uh, not far later, it's just incredible. She's she's a winning horse and has to go on top, I reckon. In second, I've got one at odds, number seven, Colette. 
She won the Golden Eagle before a spell. That was a 1,500 metre on heavy going. I think her chances enhance if the projected rain comes and comes down hard and we see that track rating get out to a soft seven or even a heavy. It's every chance of happening. It can rain there when it does. And if it does, I expect her 10 to 1 quote to shorten a lot. Colette in second, but um, conditions uh, must apply there. I think the rain needs to come. They're the two I like the most, but I'm definitely throwing number eight, Funstar, into the mix. Her soft track form and 1,400 metre form is fantastic. She gets a bit too far back in the race at times, and if she does that, she'll get no favours here against the likes of Very Elegant. But um, if they have her m- or more up on speed, I think Funstar is a great each-way chance. Mugger 2 and 50 stars in that race. I think they have their eyes set on bigger targets later in the autumn um, over in Melbourne, so just a watch for them for me in this one. Quick tip for race eight in Sydney before moving to Melbourne. It's a group two 1,200 metre, and I'm happy to give number one away game the nod there. Hungry Heart resuming her campaign here too, but happy to give uh, away game uh, the nod. She's fit. She'll go out to the front, and I think 1,200 metres is, uh, she'll be too good for them there in race eight. All right, we'll head to the racing at Flemington now where we have the bigger events of the day, starting there with race three. It's a 1,400-metre race that a few very good horses have chosen here first up. I like number two, Buffalo River, first up. He had a solid spring campaign and should come back a better horse this autumn. He's five wins, three seconds and a third from his nine starts over 1,400 metres, so history says he'll place. Don't worry about that. The only thing is he's only one on a soft track, never on a good track, so keep that in mind, but I don't think that'll matter. He has a very good first up record and should be an improved horse, so he should be right up to it in his uh, right up to his neck in it. Buffalo River on top. In second, the favorite number 9 regards Marie. He's won his last two starts over the previous month and is obviously the horse uh, in winning form here. I expect he'll go very close again if not win it. And one more I'll throw in, it's hard to ignore the number seven Morvada, a great each way chance at six or seven to one. He's down in class here and at his pet distance now over 1400 metres. We'll need to improve out of sight to topple um, regards Marie, who he trailed uh, last run. But if he can do that, uh, he'll he'll be in with a show, so don't leave him out. We'll move to race seven, the Group 3 CS Hayes Stakes, over 1,400 metres, which is the traditional lead-up race for the Australian Guineas in a fortnight's time. A big field entered here and a tough one to pick. Last year, uh, the CS Hayes proved to be one of the races of the spring, and I expect it to be quite similar here. On top for mine is number nine, Asar, the three-year-old colt come second for fun. He's all, he always seems to be coming second and just finding it hard to win. He could have a very, very impressive record to date, but just the two wins from his seven starts. I think he'll improve here second up and, and topple them. Asar goes on top. Number 13, Cranbourne, is a very lightly raced colt. Two wins from his uh, four career starts. First up, he's very good. Um, both of his career wins have come over 1,400 metres. And I think he's over the odds here at eight to one. I've got Cranbourne in second and a great each way bet. In third, uh, I think I'm going to go with number five, Moonga. Moonga was unbeaten leading into the Caulfield Guineas uh, in the spring where he finished a disappointing seventh. 
His other three runs, though, have all been wins, and maybe he's just far more suited to the shorter distance races. So he's two from two first up. He's two from two over 1,400 metres, and on that record, suggests he's going to go close. 12 to 1 looks fantastic value for him, so don't leave Munga out of the quaddy numbers and definitely consider him um, for an each-way bet. They're the three to have in what is a big field. All right, to the feature, the race number eight, Group 1 Black Caviar Lightning Stakes over 1,000 metres, where the best sprinters in the country will let down and bolt to the line. A small field of eight entered, but what a field it is. To be honest, any of them can win it on their day, which is usually the way with top flight sprint races, but I'll pick out a few that I think are the best suited. There are about four or five in the race I contemplated having on top, but I've sided with the horse that's got fitness on its side and is in winning form in number six, Fabagino. She's nine to one, absolute overs here. She's won her last two races at this exact track and distance and absolutely flies on a good track rating. She now boasts 11 wins from 14 starts on a good track and nine from 13 over 1,000 metres. She's been freshened up a month for this, which is a great training move uh, with others coming into it fresh. This is no doubt a step up and will prove to be the biggest win in her career if she can knock off the likes of Bivouac and Nature Strip, but her times don't lie. She's fast up the 1,000 metres straight, and she's fit. She, If she can replicate what she has been doing, she's going to be right in it. She's going to be really, really hard to beat. In second, I'm going with number one, Nature Strip. Had a less than ideal spring, this horse, but he was the best sprinter in the world heading into the spring, so he can turn it around. He's a freak when at his best, we know that. It's clear now that 1,000 metres is his distance. He's much more suited there than he is at the 11 or 1,200. I expect him to improve uh, coming into the autumn, and he should be right up to this in his uh, to his neck here, and uh, could, could uh, if he can regain his old form, prove very, very hard to beat. In third, I do have the favourite Bivouac. He toyed with these horses a few months ago in the 1,200-metre VRC Group 1 uh, up the straight where he just blew them away by about five lengths. I think Fabagino was in that race, Nature Strip, maybe a couple of others here as well. Um, he won it by five lengths. Bossy was up in the saddle, giving him a pat about 20 metres out from the finishing post. But that was a 1,200-metre race at the end of all these horses' preparations where they might may have been a bit flat. It's a different story here tomorrow. This is 1,000 metres with most horses in it fresh, so he's not going to get a win that easy here again. He very well could be too good for them, but I like him a lot more over a bit further. He's never won over the 1,000 metres in his career, and I expect that to stay the same on Saturday, to be honest. His um, goal, ultimate goal, I think, is probably three weeks' time in the new market handicap, which is a 1,200-metre sprint up the straight. I think he'll run out of grass to run them down here tomorrow. So just have a look at Bivouac. Hard to plunge in on him at those favourite odds. But again, he is good enough to do it. They're the three on top for the feature race. Um, I won't be surprised to see, say, Swats that um, with a blowout win. So don't leave him out your quality numbers if you're having one. And also would equal, equally not be surprised to see Pippi win first up. She's four from four uh, when fresh in her career. So keep that in mind. <laughs> 
tough race to pick that one. Pretty well, like I said, every horse in it can win, but uh, I think I'm going to trust the winning mare, Fabagino, and the champ, Nature Strip, to be too good for them. All right, that's it for this week's preview. Best of luck if you're having a bet, and as always, happy punting.